Welcome back to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Yes, world, it's Leonard Birdsong back with you after that little break, pause for the cause. And I want to talk about some things that are on my mind. I, I used to travel in Europe. I was stationed as a State Department officer in Germany for about three years back in the 1980s. I, um, went to Holland, which is also known as the Netherlands a couple of times. It was a very nice and clean country. You can smoke marijuana there legally. I don't smoke marijuana, but a lot of people do. But I came across some facts that I just wanted to share with you. Uh, if you get a chance to go to Europe, you should go to Amps to Holland. It's called the Netherlands. That's the official name. Netherlands means lowland because some of it is underwater. That's why they have deep dikes and windmills and things like here. that. But now here's some fun facts you probably did not know about Holland, and I'm going to school you on it. The Netherlands, that's the official name, is also known as Holland. The country borders Belgium and Germany, and it boasts a population of 16.8 million people. Now, one-fifth of the Dutch population is foreign, and the majority of Dutch people can speak more than one language. I know that because I've been there. A lot of people speak English and speak it pretty well. Yeah, but they also speak German. Many of them speak French. There are 20 national parks in the Netherlands. The Netherlands also has strong exports in a number of industries, including many of the world's tomatoes, cucumbers, and flowers. Almost 80% of the world's flower bulbs come from the Netherlands. The Netherlands is the home to more bicycles than people. But cycling is the safest in the world there, according to a study from Rutgers University. Holland has the lowest rates of serious injuries per million kilometers cycle. Finally, and this is the one I found most surprising, home births are still cherished in the Netherlands. About 20% of babies born in the last few years were born at home, making it one of the highest home birth rates in the developed world. How about that? Bet you didn't know those things. If you get a chance to go to Netherlands or Holland, I think you'll enjoy it. I certainly enjoyed my time there, even though I don't smoke marijuana. <laughs> Now, as a law professor, and most people don't know what law professors do, law professors are supposed to disseminate knowledge about the law and analyze the law and analyze laws. We do this by teaching students, like I do in the law school where I teach, also by writing articles or comments or notes about certain things. A few years ago, I looked at some of these weird stories that I had created. I didn't create them, but I found and edited and made my own sort of analysis. Here are a few stories. Now, this is a real story that came from Germany. The headline read, Busted. It had been, or it has been reported, that a lawyer's well-endowed lover allegedly tried to kill him with her breasts. A German professional's jealous girlfriend allegedly tried to smother him with her size 38 double D bosoms because she said she wanted to make his death, quote, as pleasant as possible. She was charged with attempted murder. This was in 2012. Now, reading this story as a law professor, 
I had to analyze this. For me, this story leaves a lot to the imagination. Was the attempted murder done in bed, I'd like to know? Were the parties dressed or were they naked? Had the professional been unfaithful with some other woman beside his chesty lover? What was the motive for the attempted murder? Finally, since the word malice or the concept of malice is required for every murder or attempted murder, what facts herein show malice? Malice is a state of mind indicating ill will or the, the, the doing the person in or wanting to do the person in. Now, when we have malice, we have a problem here because there is no malice because the lady alleged that she wanted to make his death as pleasant as possible. Now, to a law professor, this sounds only like maybe an attempted manslaughter. There isn't enough evidence of malice for attempted murder here. Still, what a way to go if you have to go. The next strange story that I came across a few years ago came from Italy. The headline read, Sensuous Sun Screening. In 2011, a woman was arrested on an Italian topless beach for rubbing on sunscreen in an overtly sensuous manner. That's in quotes. In an, quote, un, an overly sensuous manner, end quote. The said violation was reported to police by a mother who had brought her two teenage sons to the beach. The mother was shocked by the other woman's show of pub public sunscreen use and filed a lewdness complaint against the woman for an act of extreme sexuality. Now, that's also in quote, quotes. Extreme sex. Nope. I said sexuality. It really reads extreme sensuality. Now, I get that right. Now, as a law professor, I consider this a shocking report. And I have a few questions. And these questions are for the Italian authorities. I'd like them to answer, number one, why would a mother take one? Why would a mother take not one, but two, two teenage sons to a topless beach? Number two, what distinguishes sensuality from extreme sensuality? Finally, number three, when did extreme sensuality become a crime? Inquiring minds would like to know. The last of my stories that I wanted to analyze from a few years ago comes from Sweden. The headline, We wonder what her husband had done to her. In 2012, a Swedish woman admitted stabbing her husband to death with a fillet knife she had received as a Christmas present from her employer. She contends that the stabbing was in self-defense. Swedish police said that after the attack on her husband, the 42-year-old woman wrote a bizarre note to her boss stating, quote, Thank you for the Christmas gift. By the way, it worked. End quote. Now, as a law professor, I suspect that these words in this note may have provided evidence of a conspiracy between the woman and her employer. A conspiracy is defined as an agreement between two or more people to commit an act that is illegal, or at least 
and at least one of the conspirators undertakes an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Could this have been the case? Why or why not? Inquiring minds would really like to know. Thank you for the Christmas gift. By the way, it worked. I do think it was a conspiracy. What about you folks? All right, we are, oh, okay, okay, Peanut Gallery, we're going to be bringing on a guest. His name is Dale Penn, and he is an expert in identity theft. He's also a risk management expert. He tells me he learned about identity theft the hard way as a victim. And in the year it took him to regain control of his identity and finances, he collected and compiled every solution anecdote and tip he learned. The result is an award-winning book called Identity Theft Secrets, Exposing the Tricks of the Trade. We'll be talking to him after we take this next pause for the cause. Stick with me. This is Leonard Birdsong Radio. Also, let me just remind you, if you want to read some of my dumb criminal stories, criminal law stories, you can go to my blog, www.com birdsongslaw.com read some of those stories for free <clears throat> or if you want the expanded versions you can go to my blog, my website leonardbirdsong.com and you can buy my stories Dave can you take us out It's a new year. You're probably making resolutions again, right? Time to find a better job, improve your relationships, and fix your finances. Well, Consumer Debt Counselors is the company that will help you get out of debt. Consumer Debt Counselors is a licensed, accredited, nonprofit agency that specializes in educating people about credit and debt and helping people resolve issues with debt, even student loan debt. There are so many federal regulations. Most people have more options than they realize, and Consumer Debt Counselors can uncover all of your eligible solutions, including lowering your payment or getting out of default. If you want a partner that will work with you to achieve financial success, talk to the team at Consumer Debt Counselors. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so these guys are the real deal. Your first consultation is free, and all sessions are kept confidential. Give them a call at one 800 820-9232 or go to consumerdebtcounselors.org slash birdsong. The number again is 800-820-9232. Are you considering law school? Then you probably have tons of questions about the application process, the admissions process, the benefits of a legal career, and what it takes to succeed in law school. You'll find the answers to these questions and more in Professor Birdsong's Law School Guide, Techniques for Choosing and Applying to Law School. Inside, you'll find helpful chapters on the history of the lawyer, why you should apply to law school, things you need to know about applying, and more. You have the ability and the drive. Now, get the advice that will guide you into the legal profession by helping you successfully submit your application to the law school of your choice. Professor Birdsong's award-winning Law School Guide, Techniques for Choosing and Applying to Law School. Available for purchase on Amazon.com or through the author link at LeonardBirdsong.com.